I thought that that's not right for me uh, to be one girl in church and another girl in my school. And I decided to be, be one girl everywhere, but to be a girl who are a daughter of God. Try to do some things that uh, Christians do. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 210 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament, and at the Canadian Parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Yulia Tkachuk, born in Miliotopol. Yulia is a management student at Tavria State 
Agrotechnological University, Tsatu. She serves at the Church of Grace during summer camps and sings in worship, and she always takes part in the events at her university. Her hobbies include bike riding and reading, and she is fascinated with the subject of psychology. Yulia, how are you today? Today I'm in a really good mood and I'm very honored to take part in this podcast and show uh, how different Ukrainians could be. <laughs> Thank you, I agree with you and I want to begin in a more emotional way. When you really want to feel alive and to feel your favorite emotions, what is the activity that you like to do? Um, I really like... Um spend time with my friends and uh, talking really um, different topics, about really different topics. I like to improve myself, uh, to read uh, novels um, and walk with my dogs and so, so, so on. Tell me more about your dogs. How do you feel about them? Are they like your best friends or little angels? Or what is your relationship? And how do you feel about them? Um, I have two dogs. Um, they are two boys. Uh, first, um, it's a Hector. Hector. Uh, he's nine. And uh, he's like <laughs> uh, my older brother. <laughs> he's very... Um, smart and i like to walk uh, with him but now uh, he's uh, all he's too old and uh, there's some problem with his legs and um it hurts me more uh, than maybe it hurts him and uh, the second dog it's um, our uh, three months um, rem and now he's uh, three months, as I said, but uh, when he will be uh, mature, he will weigh near 70 kilograms. <laughs> and he's a really big boy and they're really fun with, no, um, I mean, I mean <laughs> that it's a really great time to spend with them. Uh, I enjoy uh, their community, maybe. So. Thank you. And when you spoke about your older dog and even describing your younger dog that will become big and large, 70 kilos, but your older dog, it hurt you more than it hurt him, his legs. In general, are you a high empathy person? Like even if you see a surgery on television or someone hurt, you feel their pain, etc. Yes, definitely. I'm really sympathetic person and uh, sometimes it's a big problem because uh, somebody's problems, I can feel like they're mine. <laughs> yes. Did you find a way in order to reduce that or to feel better after you see someone with a problem, uh, do you have like a technique or something to reduce it? That's one. And second, 
do you need to hear the person in a conversation sharing their problem or see them hurt? Or even if someone walks near you and they're in a bad mood, you still feel it? Um, at first, uh, now <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to uh, live my life uh, still and 20 now. But uh, sometimes I, um, I face some problems that I didn't face, uh, didn't face in my uh, previous life. And now I really feel it, uh, that I'm, I'm learning how to deal with problems and uh, with problem of uh, my mood because of uh, somebody's uh, somebody's bad uh, situation and I'm trying to uh, find out how to um, how to help them or if I am not able to help them um, I'm trying to not to pass it uh, through myself, but uh, sometimes it's a bit um, difficult. And yes. Yes, it is. And one thing, it seems like you feel a lot of emotions, etc. But some of the girls who are guests on my podcast, they said even if they can feel nice, they can feel happy, but when they're outside, and not with their best friends. Their face is very serious poker face, like if they're shopping or just waiting and sitting. And sometimes people think, why is this girl so angry? But she's not. Is this your story? Uh, sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes when I do doing something, <laughs> when I see myself <laughs> in mirror, <laughs> I'm just like, that's my face. <laughs> I'm so angry, or something like that, or uh, uh, like stone-faced. <laughs> Maybe because of uh, that fact that people don't share all of their emotions with uh, maybe even with uh, their therapist. Why do you think that is common in Ukraine? Um, I think. Uh, that sometimes it helps me, uh, but um, when I used to uh, take part uh, in different uh, competitions, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, um, when I took part in them, sometimes uh, the judges, uh, they have the same uh, stone face, <laughs> if, uh, and that uh, was the reason of my... Um, of my uh, nervous and yes yes and uh, after that I uh, I started have uh, like it's it's a really big stress for me to uh, sing on stand or uh, say something in a big uh, auditory but now I am trying to go out from my uh, comfort zone and I'm trying to uh, take more responsibilities and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to use more uh, opportunities to beat this problem yes I encourage it it's very important and why did you choose the subject of management rather than psychology or art 
or something more emotional like that? Or do you believe management is full of emotions? Um, uh, the one of the uh, one of the reasons was um, that uh, we don't have uh, a good uh, psychology college or something uh, in our town. And for my parents, uh, it was um, really a matter me to stay in my um, hometown and. A management, I I decided to choose that um, course because it uh, contains a lot of economics or and for me uh, it's um, really important to have uh, relationships on my uh, work or study and I think that if I could be accountant I only only would deal with numbers that's too boring for me and if I could be manager I can deal with people I can um, manage them <laughs> and um, I have some um, leader skills that uh, I think that could be how useful for me as for a future manager and hope to be maybe chief executive officer for big firm or maybe hotel I don't know I encourage this dream I believe in you you can be a big CEO of any corporation hotel or firm I encourage this, really. And to ask you, does your whole family belong to the Church of Grace? Or is it something that you became interested in and involved with over time? Or how is it, and how is it maybe different or the same to the uh, churches of most Ukrainians? Um. Unfortunately, my parents aren't uh, in church community right now because uh, I think that they don't want to be a part of the church community now. Uh, but um, they were uh, a part of another church. And I think uh, I really want to, them to be a part of my church. Of, uh, because it's a really important part of my life and um, I want my, my family to be... Um... Thank you. And what does the Church of Grace give you that makes it such an important part of your life? Um, my church, I think this is... Uh, for, me, for me, it's a perfect variant because... Um, we study Bible. There are uh, a lot of opportunities to improve yourself, uh, to serve. Like you can sing, you can uh, help somebody, you can uh, improve your uh, speaking skills. And the one of um, cool parts that in my church uh, we can. Um, 
study English and uh, their uh, English speaking club. And I love uh, this, this community. Really, really like. <laughs> Wonderful. And you said it was important for your family that you stay in your city. But if you had the ability to live in any bigger city in Ukraine, whether Odessa, Kharkiv, Lviv, or Kiev, where would you live? And would you maybe do your next degree after management in psychology in a bigger city? Or you prefer to stay in your city near your church and your family? And why? Uh, no, I think that's... Uh... I can um, get my bachelor's uh, degree in Melitopol and uh, try to get master's degree in another city. Um, I thought that it were, uh, it could be Kharkiv or uh, Dnipro or Kiev, but um, I didn't have a lot of uh, opportunities to travel. I were I was only in Kiev and Lviv and Zaporizhia. Um, at first, I want to see more cities in Ukraine and then um, choose my best. But for now, um, I really would love to try to live in Kiev because it's huge and <laughs> I think that, uh, that the city that lives um, 24-7. Really, why is that interesting for you to be in a city that lives 24-7? And when you say that, I don't only think about Kiev, but I think about New York as well. Tell me more. Oh, yes. Um, I don't know, because uh, I said uh, 24-7, but maybe... I didn't mean uh, that. <laughs> uh, I would love to live in Kiev because um, there are a lot of people, a lot of places that I didn't see, I didn't uh, speak to. And when you are in big city, you can uh, do whatever you want. <laughs> because I live in a really small town when uh, where you know a lot of people and you can go walk uh, with your friends and meet maybe half of your uh, familiar people and it's not really uh, interesting and which one the part that is more interesting is it new people where you hear their new stories, their new experiences you didn't know before, or you being able to do activities, go to places, have experiences that are not available in your small city? Mm, I think that's a second part, because uh, now the internet gives uh, your a lot of abilities to speak or learn from different people, that you know or don't know and you can listen to them or speak to them but uh, in big city it's always uh, their place to go to or um, something interesting to watch 
And for me, that's mm, not, not really about it. And is that more about new emotions or more about improving yourself? Both are really important <laughs> because um, emotions, it's a important part of our life. And uh, I'm a really emotional person and I love, I love to feel myself alive when I um, <clears throat> live different emotions. I will ask an even more and different question. You said it's very important for you to spend time with your friends. Are your friends from different backgrounds, different perspectives and thinking? Or do you find that you like to have more friends from your church community and that are similar to you? Um, I have a lot of friends of, uh, in my church community, but uh, also I have a lot of friends uh, from my school, from my university, or, or friends of friends. Um, and yes, I have uh, really <clears throat> different people that I know, and uh, I can, I can um, maintain relationships with uh, all of them. I really like to communicate with people, especially when people are interested in that and this, like me. Yes. And tell me about reading. What does it give you and why is it interesting for you? And tell me more about your interest in reading. Um, I like to read novels and um, must of all, I read uh, classic novels. Um, it takes me through, um, through centuries, through time and uh, different countries. You can be in another country, in another time. Uh, you can be a princess or somebody that wherever you want. You can live a lot of lives in your own when you read. I really liked uh, my first uh, classic novel. It was Little Women, and it is so, so warm for my soul, for all girls and even for boys. I can um, advise to read it because it's really kind and uh, nice book about girls, about their relationships, about their relationships in family or in relationships, uh, relationships with their future husbands. And really interesting story. Thank you. So are you a girl with a big, big imagination, one, and second, you said it's good for your soul. Well, what does soul mean for you? Where does it come from? What is it? How do we feel it? How do we see it in others? Uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, yes, I have <laughs> big imagination. I used to uh, write my own novel in 
school. I didn't finish it, unfortunately, but um, sometimes I uh, have interesting ideas or even dreams uh, night in night uh, that I think that one day I can write a book of my uh, stories or my own novel. And this is really interesting for me. I think that, uh, that I should start maybe <laughs> in short terms. And what about soul? My soul, this is me. Because um, all of my thoughts, dreams uh, comes from it. And my soul comes from, from me, from God. And I, I'm, I believe that God gives us different um, choice how to live our life. And uh, I decided to serve God and uh, to um, serve people in my life. What does it mean to serve? Help um, people in their problems. Um, maybe just listen to them. Maybe just uh, give something that they need. Wonderful. And tell me, really, you spoke about your church community. You spoke about how it suits your style and your soul. But how did you discover your church and what attracted you to it? That's, uh, that comes from my uh, childhood. I'm from, my parents were uh, Christians. There are Christians actually, but now uh, they don't uh, go to church. Um, so when I was a child, really from maybe three years old, I started uh, go to my church with parents after that um, by myself, and it was fun for me uh, to go to Sunday school and summer camps. I have friends there and um, a lot of fun. But when um, uh, when I was a teenager, I started to trying to be cool like uh, my classmates. And one day um, I said that that's not right for me uh, to be one girl in church and another girl in my school. And I decided to be, be one girl everywhere, but to be a girl who are a daughter of God. Try to do some things that uh, Christians do. Thank you. And a lot of people feel stuck, depressed, and a negative emotion because of the pandemic and the many lockdowns and quarantines. Do you have any wisdom that makes you stronger, that makes you feel better when the times are difficult, that maybe you can share as advice of wisdom to people so they think about it and feel better and maybe become more optimistic and motivated. I'm not really a patient person, 
when uh, when I can't uh, go from my house out of my home to my church or my uh, university because I'm a people person. I need <laughs> only uh, I need to speak alive. And my advice is to get patience and uh, wait for the better time. If you can't change the situation, not try to change it. Thank you. That is actually wonderful. And even more, what do you think about the educational system, whether at school, university, or even like summer camp or summer school in your church? Do you think it's perfect or based on what you know from YouTube and social media, you think you have ideas how it can be improved so people enjoy it more and learn more? Yes, I am not really um, a big fan of our um, educational system because students aren't so interested in uh, education, in, in this in the process of education. They um, want to get a degree to get a job. But uh, for me, uh, it's important to get skills and knowledges that will help you in your life. And I think that uh, universities and school teachers need to give information in more interesting way, maybe as a game, maybe as a challenges or something like that, to make it more interesting to involve students in process. Thank you. And since you're a girl who likes new emotions, I always thought, what does it really mean, new emotions? I think, you know, there are the same emotions like happy surprised, angry, sad, uh, like all those. So to you, if you are to explain it to me, what is the meaning of new emotions? I don't think that we can um, create really new emotions because uh, there are a spectrum of emotions, but we didn't feel all of them. To me, to feel new emotions, uh, this means that you feel something you didn't feel before. Thank you. And if you can design and choose a perfect day, you have all options. You can be in any city in the world. You can do anything you want. The weather can be any weather you want. The day and month can be any date you wish. Where would you be? How would the weather be? And when will you wake up, what you'll do first, second, third, etc., so that it's your perfect day that makes your soul sing? Oh, that's a nice question. I would like to be in America on the day of my birth. It's uh, 12th of September. Uh, the weather should be warm, maybe hot, a lot of sun and uh, little clouds. At first, I would get presents for my birthday. Then I, I'd like to drive somewhere on a car and have a little road trip 
maybe to the beach and swim, have a lot of fun, maybe have a picnic or a little party, have fun with my friends and family. Wonderful. And it seems really like ideal. And if people want to follow you to learn more about you, what is the best social media that they can follow? And I will make sure to write it in the description. Uh, they can uh, follow me on Instagram. You can add my link or name of my uh, profile. I hope to start uh, posting something interesting in my Instagram uh, in short terms. I think that it will be interesting. Thank you. And since you're from Zaporizhia, a lot of people complain about the ecological situation and the uh, dirty air, etc. What are your thoughts about the ecology? And do you think about maybe possible solutions? Or what is your perspective? I live in Melitopol and not in the city center. And around my home, it's nice, uh, clean air. But I know that in city center or in Zaporizhia, it's hard to breathe sometimes because uh, a lot of traffic and uh, cars. I think that uh, our government should make a law about and control uh, that or firms. Thank you, Yulia. This was really interesting. You are someone very kind and I encourage your dreams and I thank you very much. It was a privilege and an honor to speak with you today. Thank you, Sue, about your uh, invitation and I was really happy to take part in this podcast and to maybe even help somebody or uh, inspire some something some someone to uh, improve uh, herself or himself